When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Oprah Winfrey this morning. How about this? Oprah is in Georgia canvassing neighborhoods for Stacey Abrams, who's running for governor, and she is literally going door to door. And we have some video um, of her. At one of the homes on a round, and the woman almost jumped out of her skin when she recognized her. Oh. Also told Oprah she was already planning to vote for Abrams. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, 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 Denise. Hi, Oprah. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, surprise. I am shocked. Surprise. So I, I'm canvassing for Stacey. Yes, yes, yes. Are you voting for her? I absolutely am. You are voting for her. Do you have an early voting plan? I do. It would have been more interesting if she would have said, absolutely not. I would never vote for that woman for nothing. Or the truth could have been, I wasn't, but you're Oprah, so okay. (laughs) I would have loved to have heard Oprah, though, actually stumping for her and telling Somebody, why? Yeah, I'll but, bet you that um, happened. Yeah, well, Oprah did give a speech at a campaign event. Um, some of the highlights. She wasn't asked to speak. She just called Abrams three days ago and said she wanted to come to Georgia and lend her support. Hmm. She is a Oprah, if you didn't know, a registered independent. She said she's voted Republican and Democrat, and it's important to vote your values and conscience regardless of the party. Wow. She's still not interested in running for president or anything else. She said, I don't want to run. I'm not trying to test any waters. I don't want to go in those waters. And she talked about how not voting is dishonoring your ancestors who didn't have the right to vote. She said, when I stand in the polls, I may come as one, but I stand as 10,000 for all those who paved the way that we might have the right to vote. All right. Well, I'm going to vote then. (laughs) I would have been like, uh, I don't know how I feel about her, Oprah. Maybe you need to come inside. We'll sit down for coffee and we can talk about 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 it. it. Yeah, I would have told you. Oh, there's Oprah. All right, spread the word. Isn't that clever? Everybody gets a vote. Great to be here with you. I'd have been disappointed, though. I would have totally thought if Oprah was showing up my up at my door, she was bringing me money or, or something. cars, right? And then to find out that she was just there trying to get me to vote for some candidate, Aww. and I've been like, oh, really? I was hoping That's she'd it. be like, "Ding dong, hey, you got any bread?" <laughs> yeah. I do. I you. love bread. For, for you, <laughs> you bread? Bread I'll give you some bread. Can we? Can we do a <laughs> selfie? That would have been fun. <sighs> All right. Here's Oprah and me, my front door. 
How long do you think she's really out there doing that, though? Like, is she out there for a few hours? Long enough to get some video. And, and no, that's I it. <laughs> I don't know. Long enough to get the clip they want. Right. And they got it. And then she's like, I'm done. Well, I guess we can forget about Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson having an amicable breakup. I, I didn't know that it... I mean, I don't know. It just seemed like they were being so... Mm-mm. gentle with each other in the beginning when they first broke up. You know, it looked really heartbreaking. A lot of people were speculating maybe they'll get back together. They were yeah. kind of rooting for them. I was. Weren't you guys? I thought it was like, you know, I understood why they called off the engagement for the moment, but I felt like there was always hope. Well, you never know. You never know. Yeah, I guess you never do know. But, but I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be really curious to find out exactly what went wrong i mean i have a feeling just with the timing of mac miller's death and how upset she was about it i imagine that stirred up some stuff there at least some questioning yeah so pete was doing promos for this weekend's episode of saturday night live with host jonah hill and musical guest maggie rogers and in one of them pete asks maggie to marry him and she says no and he replies Quote, 0 for 3. I think I actually have audio of so you can hear it yourself. Hi, I'm Jonah Hill, and I'm hosting Saturday Night Live this week with musical guest Maggie Rogers. Hey, Maggie. Uh, I'm Pete. Hey, Pete. You want to get married? No. 0 for 3. <laughs> okay. Seems seems harmless enough, right? It's kind of funny. I get the feeling that he was just heartbroken and devastated, and his entire world was completely rocked at the breakup you think well i'm so? sure that's and, true and, and i th- and i feel like he's doing what he can to i mean you have to acknowledge it right and he's trying to laugh at uh, you know find a way to laugh yes through all the pain well and what, what, what does comedy come from always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. From anywhere, right? right? exactly. Oh, well, point. Ariana was not amused. Maybe it's a little too soon. <laughs> but she tweeted, for somebody who claims to hate relevancy... You sure love clinging to it, huh? Thank you. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. So what is that supposed to be a slam on the fact that he doesn't like to put himself out there and now he is putting himself out there? I don't know. I'm just theorizing. I'm just speculating. You know, I wonder if one of the big differences between them is the way they manage their fame. They're both famous people. You could both are you could argue they're both A-list celebrities. So they put themselves out there when they're on stage or when they're on television, but private lives are different. And the way you manage your private life is different. There are some stars who are, who work the paparazzi and they go to all the events and they're hanging around in public all the time. And then they're the ones that just kind of stay home like Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And maybe Pete's more of like a low key guy that doesn't like putting himself out there. And she's different. He was going on talk shows and and talking about, 
how people are reacting to him when he first got engaged to her. Remember, he said, you know, average every I'm giving hope to average everyday guys everywhere. You know, I got men coming up to me and saying, dude, thanks or way to go. It seemed like he was out and about talking about the relationship a lot. I wonder if the conversation for him is like Jen is saying, like if he was so deeply in love with her and then she reacted like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this person died. Do you think he was questioning like his relationship with her? Like, how can you really love me this much if you're mourning this loss? So if you're this, you must obviously still have had really, really strong feelings for him. This person, of course, love me. I I mean, mean, I feel like I would be the same way if somebody that I dated die. I would like I absolutely love Scott, but I feel like I would be. Very upset. Mm-hmm. If if one he, of your exes had passed oh away, gosh, for sure, for sure, and I the agree way that that happened. Is especially considering right. how devastated he was over his breakup with her. So, if that is the case, I see that is an overreaction. But me too. That's why I feel like I'm like, how is he making fun of that whole situation? I'm also I, not convinced that that's it. Mm. Oh, I'm sure there were other things <laughs> at play. But, you know, Agreed. I can see where something like that would cause significant strain. One of a thousand things. Yeah. Yeah. It just was so hot and heavy so fast. I think that also had a lot to do with it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll find out someday, especially the way that both of them are behaving right she now. She deleted the tweet, by the something's way. Gonna, something's going to come out. Looks like she already deleted the tweets, but uh, somebody screen captured it before she did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nothing is ever gone. Well, we talked about, you know, Mac Miller a little bit. I don't right around the same time of his death, Chris Cornell died in the same way. And his widow is suing his doctor now, claiming he was irresponsibly giving him drugs that ultimately led to his suicide, Mm. especially Ativan, which the lawsuit says is, quote, well known for its risk of addiction and the worsening of substance abuse issues with protracted, unmonitored use. It can also cause suicidal thoughts. Lawsuit says that Dr. Robert Robert Coblin gave Cornell more than 940 doses. Holy mackerel. As well as several doses of oxycodone. But during that period, he never even saw or examined Cornell or obtained his medical records to assess his condition. The suit implies Cornell would not have taken his own life if he wasn't taking the medications. Quote, at the time of his death, Mr. Cornell had everything to live for and was planning a future of recordings performances and continued work as a charitable activist so his wife is seeking unspecified damages well if what she's saying is true we hear that a lot it's always a doctor feel good on hand Mm -hmm. supply them with what they think they need yep anything else on the e-news front nope that's all i got all right it is 646 with jeff and jen we're looking at early showers Uh, otherwise mostly cloudy skies the rest of the day today it's going to be a little cooler we're going to see a high uh 48 Today, right now, it's 42 at Cincinnati's Q102. My grandfather was my hero. My grandfather could do anything. This guy had seven, eight different jobs. Could make you a pair of shoes overnight. (laughs) What man could do that today with the, hey, hey, how's your receivers? (laughs) Grandfather just lived in the yard like a man, just no shirt. No shirt on my grandfather, just hair everywhere, <laughs> coming off his shoulders like a palm tree. Would sweat like a pig, my grandfather. 
He would do eight hours of yard work. He would come back in within his chest there were grass clippings, ants, <laughs> twigs, dirt between the fat roll. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.